The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world. Some are troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere, um, which have fallen on our ears so sadly uh, for the last few weeks. And some are uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts help you find your own pathway of protection of the people and planet you love. So um, the, the, first, the first word has to be another word of uh, thinking of and feeling with the people so terribly impacted by the double cyclone assault on the North Island. And um, I, I think that, that in that light we have to uh, rethink everything that we we had thought about the pace, the necessary pace of change um, that's needed to respond to the human-induced climate change that we're dealing with. Okay, so um, the students are saying it's time their voice was heard again. <clears throat> and on March the 3rd, throughout the nation, from 3 to 5, the students will be striking. Um, in our region, they will gather on the cathedral steps in Nelson at 3 o'clock, and there will be um, some speeches and music, and, uh, and they will then march down Trafalgar Street, I believe. Um, many adults feel that they want to signify their support of the students, and if you're one of them, um, go. Um, go there and support them. Okay, the another event to let you know about, which uh, looks extremely interesting to me, is a talk on regenerative farming um, by Greg Hart, who comes from Hawke's Bay, and I can only hope that Greg Hart uh, has, has, is not one of those who has been terribly affected by the cyclones. Um, however, he's booked to talk, I think, by Zoom uh, on March the 9th uh, from 6 to 8 at the Moutere Hills Community Centre. So if you're wanting to know more about regenerative farming by someone uh, who has been a sheep and beef farmer and has, has shifted um, his farming practices to regenerative ones, that's the place to go. Okay, um, adaptation is uh, on all of our minds, I think, and I really resonated with the anger expressed by our climate change minister, James Shaw, in Parliament when he um, said that, pointed out that we've known uh, about the impacts of climate change 
for decades and we haven't adequately responded and of now it's upon us. Of course, the objective of his anger is the world, not just Aotearoa, but we have been very slow and many would say we are still inadequate in our response um, to the changing climate and now now we have to now we're feeling the bite um, and um, we, we might say that that for some of the the details involved in our response we've known that managed retreat of uh, of uh, people who are living in places vulnerable to the impacts of flooding and sea level rise. We've known uh, for a good long time that this was going to be necessary and we haven't yet made the difficult decisions on how this is to be done and who pays for it. It's a, it's a very hard set of decisions to make but it, it can't be continually put off. And now it's urgent. Now there are people uh, who can't return to their homes uh, and um, will need to work out somewhere else to live. And how, do, how is that going to happen? Certainly people won't be wanting to buy their abandoned home. Um, so this this is the, the setting in which uh, we have to rethink how we do things. Another difficult part of this has been raised by a writer for Inside Climate News, which is one of the places I go when I'm looking for interesting and informative things to talk to you about. Um, a a just-published report by two London-based think tanks uh, with climate researchers warned that the climate crisis was already imposing um, really severe costs on nations as they deal with increasingly destructive storms and wildfires, famines and human migrations. And as those costs snowball, uh, they're worried that it could force governments to dial back or even abandon their efforts to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions, leading to larger economic burdens in the future. Some of them have called it a doom loop, um, that, that you're going to be spending so much money on fixing up the damage that you won't have any left to uh, spend on reducing the cause of the damage. They say that some African nations are already in that doom loop, um, that, that they, they are already responding so much to the impact of climate change, especially, especially famine, desertification, um, and migration that that they lack funding to uh, pay for mitigation. Worse still, and, and this is this is enough to make you tear your hair out. I think um, some some of them are apparently being seduced by oil and gas companies, 
um, to uh, allow them to um, dig up more fossil fuels uh, in order to, uh, and with the um, seductive <laughs> reward of, of paying money to the government, um, <clears throat> uh, which, needless to say, would make the problem much worse. And it's also being seen in the US where homeowners living in flood-prone areas have lost billions of dollars from climate-fueled storms and and can pay less or uh, do pay less to their local governments in property taxes, um, therefore making local governments crippled uh, in their own response. Not a happy picture, is it? Okay, and my last item won't make us any happier. I'll have to do better next time, eh? But I'll, my last item has to do with the security aspects of sea level rise. That might sound a bit abstract. Let me explain a bit. Um, it, it was best and most powerfully expressed by the United Nations um, uh, Secretary General when he opened a meeting of the UN Security Council a few days ago in New York. Um, and he, he pointed out that some of the huge cities on every continent, the mega cities, the populations of millions, um, will lose a great deal of their land to sea level rise um, by the end of the century and beyond. And that this, act, this actually is a peace and security problem. Um, he said that, that, in fact, eventually about 900 million, that's kind of near enough to a billion, isn't it, people um, will be affected and, of course, will migrate. And where will they migrate? Um, he pointed out this is one in ten people on Earth um, will be on the move to somewhere else. This, this becomes a, a, a real peace and security problem uh, caused by sea level rise. Okay, I'm sure that you feel kind of punched in the gut by all of, all of those um, really concerning matters. Um, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara. And this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is Monday afternoons 3.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9.45 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.